Ashoka, Precious Cargo is a D&D homebrew campaign with violent themes and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. Aloha, Kako friends. Happy Friday. My name is Eli, and I am your dungeon master. I'm Aaron A. Pabst, and I am Trig. <laughs> I'm Allegra, and I'm playing Shodi. I'm Amanda, and I'm playing Snooball. I'm Caleb, and I'm Anchor. I'm Sergio, and I'm playing Rad the Sea Turtle. I'm Zakia, and I'm playing Kenny. Welcome back to Mayday Roleplay in our continuation of our homebrew campaign, Ashoka Precious Cargo. We want to give a warm shout out to those who subscribe to us on Patreon. Your contributions allow us to grow and expand and we are now on Twitch. We have awesome things in store like Aaron at the Sheep Farm, Sergio leads us through Ironsworn Eye of the Storm, and Lake teaches us about some heroes you should know about. We got a couple of one shots as well as a three-part debrief of our first campaign campaign Delta Green Doom to Repeat, which are now available on VOD and wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to like and subscribe and tell a friend about us. We'd love to share our stories with you. And if there isn't anything else, why don't we continue our story? I, call upon the devouring wave, the wandering island of Rokewood, hark! Oh, great and powerful Hamukepa, your most unworthy herald beseeches thee to accept this gift, a Sissian naval vessel. This bodacious boat is truly worthy for thine hoard. In exchange, I humbly request only safe passage through your territories for the child Baran. Once she's safe, I swear to do whatever it takes to make it up to you. I'll work overtime. I'll break my shell getting you the sickest treasures. I'll even surf less if you want. Well, look, I, I know you probably peeved that I deceived you. With the gifts you gave me, no less. <laughs> but I had a good reason. The girl, she's not just some trinket to put on display. She's a person with a special connection to this world. And we need to get her home. So when you asked for her, it just felt wrong. I had to bail, because I have a feeling if she falls in the wrong hands, it'll be bad news for everyone, even you. Look, if you know something about the girl that I don't, then show me, convince me. The safest thing for her is to be with you and I'll totally reconsider, but I have a feeling I won't get any such visions from you, because you've never shown me that you care about anything other than yourself. You've enslaved my tribe, and you've held us hostage for generations to get whatever you want. I mean countless heralds, including my auntie have been wiped out, helping you fill your coffers. All we've ever gotten for it is a ride on your back. Because, despite what the elders say, I know you're not a god. You're just a spoiled brat who's never been told no. I guess I'm not really asking for your permission on this one. I'm telling you, you either accept this vessel or you're gonna get nothing, brah. And you know what? If you want her so bad, you're gonna have to get off your fat, leathery ass and get through me and my 
have a herald, if you could. So that's the deal, HK. And when the girl is safe, I'll come back to you, and you can do what you want with me. Smash me into turtle wax for all I care, dude. I mean, you hate me, the tribe hates me, all my friends hate me. Maybe I deserve what I got coming. But at least I know I'll do one good thing before I go out. No waves, no glory, am I right? I guess that's all I gotta say. Sorry for being so aggro. I'm gonna go mark the boat now so you can track it. Hang loose. Those who are on the raft, the last thing you guys remember of seeing Rad is him jumping into the water and diving down into the depths, heading towards the naval vessel you've seen ahead of you guys. Um, Anchor, you've taken the, the oar once again, and you guys have decided to steer into the island of Galen, hoping to make port somewhere. Even though you guys are making your way, you guys are in the middle of the channel, so it will take some time for you guys to travel um, a little bit over a short rest. And I believe, Rad, you wanted to take a short rest before anything else anyways, right? Yeah, I'm just going to float in the water, watch the ship get closer, and try to take a rest. Snival, uh, as you guys are, are making your way to the island of Galen, Kenny is holding on to Baron, who's been kind of crying over the incident that you guys incurred through the Wind uh, Spire channel, but you start to sense something a little bit different with Baron. That kind of feeling, that, that thing you've been picking up over the last few days has been kind of stalking you. You have this sensation that that, that feeling is kind of like emanating from Baron. Mm -hmm. And you, you do remember that, like, during the battle, that creature kind of disappeared, the one that was holding on to her. You kind of pick up that sensation as you guys are pushing forward. Anybody on the raft, is there anything you want to do in that short hour as you guys are continuing to push through that channel? I'm probably trying to help get us there as fast as possible, whether it's at the oars or at the sails. Okay. I'm watching Rad swim away with a smile on my face. I, I think that Anchor is looking for any sort of... Um, place that he can dock at Galen that isn't an official dock. Uh, he's definitely not, you know, I, I know we're not necessarily close enough yet, but after the short rest, when we get closer to shore, he's looking for somewhere obscure that he can keep the raft. Okay. Looking at the map, uh, you know that the actual port cities that are on the opposite side of the island, more on the facing the inward part of the Rokewood, as they use like the backside is usually inhabited. For what you can tell, there is a little bay area. Okay. Is it that southern one with the, the two boat markings? Yeah, towards the bottom. Yeah, I see yeah, it Yeah, I see it. There's like a small, like, outcome of bay. Yeah, I, I think I'm just looking for anywhere I think the galleon... I, I could lose the galleon if they do end up chasing us into Galen. Sure. Uh, Eli, I'm going to yes. go ahead and, like, if it's... I'm going to approach Baron. I'm going to approach. I'm going to extend my hands out. Uh, and I'll be like, do you mind if I see the child? Yeah. Sure. Um, and she, like, reluctantly 
passes the baron over. And uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to like a, a little bit off to the side where it's not covered in like debris or anything. And I'm gonna kind of sit uh, Baron down on my, and we're gonna do like another meditation. And the point is to get me a little bit of a short rest, but also to calm Baron down. Cause I remember that calmed her down last time. Yeah, you, you sit Baron across from you like you did uh, the previous night and you start doing the, that breathing in and breathing out and eventually she starts to kind of pick up what you're trying to get her to do and she starts to follow along as you guys are sitting there together. I'm also going to like really look into her and see any subtle differences that I could pick up. Yeah, um, as you kind of just lull into your meditation and kind of extend your sense into her, you realize that Baron currently has two scales. Okay. One is the original scale that you've seen with prior, and one is a new scale. It doesn't have coins on it, but the scale is there. Does it look like a normal scale, or does it look very different? It, it doesn't look traditional <coughs> to, like, what you've seen in, like, humanoids. Mm-hmm. I don't know how familiar you are with looking into other creatures, but you don't get a sense that it was a human, uh, like a scale representing something human or more. Gotcha. Um, is it safe to say that we all get a short rest? Yes, okay. everybody will get a short rest on this one as you guys are trying to make your way. An hour's gone by. You guys are nearing shore. You're maybe about a half an hour away. By now, if you guys look out to the sea where the state of the galleon is, it is moving closer to you guys. About this point, Anchor, you would see a flare go off as the boat is trying to signal your guys' attention, but you guys are pushing through. Yeah, yep. 100%. Fuck them. No, Should I going? shoot at them yet? No, uh, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with them. The faster we can get away, the better. Let's get as far away from as we can. The child doesn't need to be near them either. Rad, you've been quiet, submerged under the water. You've swam in the depths before. There's a, a serene calm that fills you as you kind of take this rest, as you just bob slowly, moving by the current. Ponch has kind of been circling around you, kind of like rhythmically over the course of this hour. She kind of always does, and towards the end of that hour, you know that you're kind of gaining back that familiar strength. You reach out to Hamukepa, and you say your prayers to him, and you state your intentions to him and then you finally take the eye patch off and you reveal that eye and the eye starts to dart all the way around just looking taking in its surroundings kind of whizzing on its own back and forth looks down and eventually shoots all the way up and as you do you finally notice that the galleon ship has finally crept over above you and you know what that means as his attention is now facing that ship you and your like head kind of just hear that emanating roar of Hamukepa. Your eye just starts to just radiate with a sense of pain. As Ponch's presence starts to continue to spin around, that ethereal glow of her form keeps moving around, almost like a ring, almost you know, getting wider and wider. She kind of spreads out, going faster and faster, and eventually it just bursts. And then this pulse just kind of radiates across the ocean all the way down to where you guys are, the raft. You feel this, this pulse that kind of shakes your boat and everything just grows quiet and silent you don't hear the wind blowing you don't hear the birds in the sky you don't hear the lapping of the ocean you hear nothing and then you just feel this rumbling and the shaking just coming out from under the ground and rad you're just all around you it's just everything's just shaking and moving and pulsing and you hear the galleon ship is starting to like 
rung its bell in distress. It's like something feels wrong and off. Then, Rad, as you look down into the depths of the ocean, you just start to see it. This dark, large shadow getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just moving faster and closer to you and closer to you. And eventually the movement of the ocean being pushed by just such a mass, just being rushed above, kind of like sweeps you up into the current as you kind of get pushed and tousled. You guys hear the tolling of that bell. The boat is close enough where you can hear the shouting of men and the scrambling of people. And then there's just just unearthly rumble. And you just kind of look out at the galleon and then all of a sudden something breaches all around the ship. This giant pulse of water just spouting out and something large and unearthly breaches through the water. It's the size of an island. It's ungodly as this giant jaw just wraps around the sides of the galleon and closes around it and you just see a whirl of splinters and ocean spray and just the deep guttural roar of a giant dragon turtle. Man, and I I'll- wanted to eat that. <laughs> we should keep going though, right? That's great that they're dead and gone and everything, but we, we need to go. We need to go. No, we should definitely keep going. Please get me as far away from that thing as possible. We could be next. We need to go even faster. We, we need to go as fast as we can now. I start blowing on the sail. All you've seen so much is like the back of its back and like the giant head that snapped around. Its head kind of like crashes back down on, onto the surface of the ocean and this wave pushes out from it and it starts circling out towards you guys. Um, Anchor, roll me an athletics check. Sure. I'd like to try to surf that wave back. <laughs> can, I be, can I be helping Anchor with, with all the ship stuff? Yeah, r- <laughs> roll me an athletics check, uh, Rad. Uh, oh, uh, 14. You've been kind of like swept up by the current of Hamu Kepa's presence, but you managed to reach the surface as you see just the whole entire ship break apart. As you see people dropping into the ocean and the guttural screams that you're just so quite familiar with. But you know that he's coming down and you're looking for something and you eventually find some piece of wood as you kind of use that as like a mixshafe surfboard. It's not the steadiest of things, but you're able to kind of catch the current as he crashes down and you carry that wave and you've gotten fairly close enough to a few, like maybe 10 feet or so to swim back to the ship, but it's carried you far enough along. Could I say that if I see people as I'm getting away, if I see people falling into the water, um, I have the ability to cast uh, water breathing uh, once per long rest. Could I just do that for anyone that I see just in the hopes that uh, they can survive? Sure. So if there's up to 10 people around me, I'll, I'll just cast it. You see about two or three members of the crew as you've kind of sailed through and cast water breathing, and but they kind of go over under the wave. So as far as you know, <laughs> they at least can breathe air. But it, you continue on. Everybody else, you you do see Rad making his way back to the ship. Riding a giant tsunami. <laughs> go faster. Riding go a faster. giant. <laughs> riding a giant tsunami. Anchor, you're 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 watching the wave and you're you're feeling it out. You're waiting for when it starts to get close enough to where you can kind of ride into it as you kind of turn the oars slightly, catching a bit of that wave and using that momentum to kind of push you guys further. If I if I surf close to them, once I get with an earshot, I'll be like, looks like it worked. 
<laughs> Great! You're you back can... so soon. Though, so as you see, Rat, you and the, sh- the rest of the ship is kind of splintered and is beginning to like sink into the ocean. You do notice this dragon turtle's attention has shifted. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that better be a fucking lie, right we there. Need to go. We need to go now. You see Rad, and then you just see a dragon turtle the size of an island. <laughs> Rad, Rad, get on the ship, Rad. Can I like pull my arm out to like try and give him a hand to pull him on trip? I'll surf towards them and try to grab onto them and pull in. Yeah. Yeah, you reach out to them and they grab, uh, you grab on and they pull you up and you're all now on the ship. <laughs> oh, good. Great, no. now we're all gonna die. Is that your friend? Um, um, um. But that, tri- that dragon turtle is moving. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, this- how how close know. would you say the dragon turtle is? Dragon turtle. What, what, how like what's his range? I, I I mean like how far away is he from our ship? Probably about I would say a hundred feet. Oh. Oh. Okay. oh okay, that's oh, considerably closer than. Oh no. How close are we to the shore? <laughs> uh, I mean, you wanted a discreet port, so. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a little bit of ways. <laughs> we change our oh, mind. Um, can I cast a spell? Yes, you may. Okay, I'm going to pull out a, a piece of molasses, stretch it out from my teeth, snap it in half, and cast slow. Um, Hamukepa needs to make a wisdom saving throw. He's the wisest <laughs> turtle right, you've sure. ever met. <laughs> you have to, Hamu. We said it. So we fucking that, do it's it. A, it's a, it's a natural 17. <laughs> No. Uh, I'm just going to turn to the rest of the group and say, I didn't think this far through. <laughs> None of us did. Okay, okay. Uh, Wait, turn inland, turn inland, turn inland. Uh, uh, what do you uh, think I've been doing? Uh, oh, no. Inland. Just oh, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, can we breathe in underwater? Yeah, yes. I believe so. Okay. I have, yes, you I can. have water breathing on us every every night. You can Aaron. definitely can... die underwater, yes. Aaron, Aaron, can you, like, cause a big distraction and maybe he'll be distracted by the explosion and we just, like, swim it? With what? I'm out of dynamite. But I'll tell you what. I take a, I take my, my one of my last bear trap off of my belt and I run to the back of the ship and I unfold the bear trap, <laughs> and I'm like, this is the best I've got! And I Damn throw it, it into the water Motherfucker, you got no explosions? If no one has any other plans, and this giant sea turtle okay. is getting closer to us, or the dragon turtle, Rad is going to turn to whoever's holding Barad and say, I have a way to keep her safe, but you've got to give her to me right now. I'll go ahead and hand uh, Braun a rat. No. That's the stupidest oh. thing you could do. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I really don't like that. All right, I'm just going to hold on to her. And the moment I feel like the turtle might actually like smash into us or something, I will cast a spell. So I'm holding an action. Okay. I'll give everyone. Question. Yes. Do I get the sense that the dragon turtle is heavier than me? (laughs) Even with all your infinite wisdom, Trey, you can definitely tell that a dragon turtle the size of an island. (laughs) 
My <laughs> life. heavier than you. <laughs> Great. I just wanted to clarify. Eli, I had no plan. I've got a question. <laughs> Do you think the dragon turtle is heavier than me? <laughs> all of us combined. All of us combined. Yeah, we all sit in a big crowd. <laughs> we're a big, we're a big party. Trig essentially threw in sort of a nail clipper in the water. <laughs> so that could impact that the weight of down. <laughs> um, um, I have a hail mary. <laughs> Oh, do you? <laughs> like, um, let me tell you, that's the name of every plan we've ever had this campaign. Uh, uh, okay, well, I'd like to go to the back of the ship and um, use subtle spell again so I can get sneak attack damage. <laughs> That'll turn the tide. That'll do it. But I'm hoping I get a wild magic surge and then it it fucks it me up. It just dies. Like <laughs> I don't know. I said it was a hail mary. After you your hail mary, I, ha I think I have one too. So go. I want to see if you can pull this shit out. Everybody, do let's hail go. Mary. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so I'm I'm rolling to hit the dragon turtle with a cantrip fireballs. Yes. Mm. Oh. That's from 19, so 26. Does a 26 hit it? Yeah, 26 will hit it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 26 will hit it. Fucking take that, Eli. You want to just call the session right here? Because we'll fucking yeah. hit it. Fucking cantrip here. Small little fireball. You're going to pick the guy if I show she died. It loses velocity in the water too. It starts to slow. Down. <laughs> I'm trying to arc it up. You like, <laughs> fucking hook shot the fireball. Kobe. Uh, I'm going to use empowered spell to um also uh reroll one of my dice. <laughs> <laughs> 18 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. That's a wrap right there. <laughs> Day over. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, does he does he look hurt? <laughs> Is he how bloody? Do wanna, how do you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I got a four on my wild magic, so it does nothing! Damn it! Damn it. Alright, next in line! Next in line! No bad idea. No bad idea. No dumb question. Okay. That was pretty okay. bad. Okay. I'll let I'll let Amanda and then we'll we'll go back to, to Rad. <laughs> What, what did you want to do, Amanda? Oh, he's gonna roar in our reason. <laughs> I'll make a prayer to Kelibor. My God, hopefully he'll give me a little oomph oomph. But you have to do wait until he throw up twelve. He rolled a fifteen. That's a great idea. Yeah, I was taking notes. I appreciate you entertaining this. <laughs> she could have killed us seconds ago. <laughs> I do roar, and I, I I would like it not to be a limp dick roar. I would actually like give it an attempt. 
All right, Ser Sergio, um, what did you want to do with Baron? I am holding a spell that if our ship is destroyed by Habu Kepa or he attacks us in any way, I will cast a spell on her specifically, but I'm hoping that I'm in the spell. I would like to cast Resilient Sphere. In other words, he's asking you if he can be Jonah. I'm gonna make, I'm trying to make a hamster ball of energy. <laughs> but I, I want to cast that on myself and her. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm even fine with just her. Well, I mean, that's up to you. I mean, the range is 30 feet. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. At the last minute, I'm going to realize what a selfish decision it was to hold her. I'm going to give it back to Snaval, and I'm going to cast it on her. On Snaval? Okay. Yes, I'm casting Resilient Sphere on Snaval. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Does anyone else hear God laughing? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's just the blood pumping in your ears. Gotcha. I just never thought it would be a turtle. I've thought about this a lot, and turtle never came up to mind. Eli, uh, I'm gonna quickly look around. Do I see death upon us at all? <laughs> yes. Do, do I see, like, oh, oh. It's a dire strait. You can obviously tell that the intentions of Hamu Kepa are not... But is it is it indicating that our time is up? That's what I'm trying to get. <laughs> I mean, like, technically, yes, If unless you find a way, you know? Like, I don't know how to articulate okay. that. Like, if it. you can find a way out of it, <laughs> yeah, you could totally survive this. I think that with a very uh, sullen, melancholy face, uh, Anchor removes his hands from the oars, stands up at his post, and looks to the others, wrapping the tapestry up from the floor around his waist, and he says, I think it's time we left. Can I say it, or, or do you want to say Go it? Go ahead. Abandoned ship! <laughs> We're taking a child, and I'm going to run, and I'm going to dive off the boat. Yeah. Where we go? Same here. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Everybody's it's getting off the boat. Okay. We swim. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Closest <Okay>. to the <laughs> island. This is bad. <laughs> Everybody, roll me an athletics check as you guys are trying to jump off the ship. Natural twenty. Hey. 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 Ah. <laughs> I got. That's adrenaline key. and fear. 16. 11. 11. I rolled a 4. A 23. Can I stay towards the back so that the, the weaker people can get in front? So that I can keep sure. a dad watch on them? <laughs> nine. Yes. Nine. Unfortunate nine. And I got a 16. 16. Okay. <clears throat> For the most part, Trig just books it as soon as he says <laughs> abandon ship. <laughs> He's the first one to just dive straight off the boat into the water and start swimming. Um, everybody else sl slowly makes it. Um, Snowball, you... Eli, I'm so sorry, but before I leap from the boat, can I grab the gust stone in the center and, and bring that with me? Like, rip it out of the... Okay, cool. You immediately go to the mast, grab it quickly as you're helping shuffle everybody off. Um, eventually, Snowball, with Baran, you jump off into the water. Kenny, uh, you follow suit. 
Shodi, and since Anchor, you want to stick around. You guys are like the last ones to jump off as you guys are waiting for a clear point to jump. And that's when you just see the long, giant claw of Hamukepa reach out of the water and he slams down straight into the back of the boat. Shodi and Anchor, you're both just flung straight into the water, but Rad, since you um, were a little slow on the run, you get kind of caught up in the in the debris and the strength of Hamukepa's claw into the ship pulls you down into the water, but Shodi and Anchor, you're able to stay above the water as you're, you reach the surface and you take a, like a deep breath of air. Um, Rad, you've kind of been pulled and dragged down about like 10 feet or so, but everybody else, you're now swimming, <laughs> desperately can trying. You can breathe in the water, but you, most none of you can swim underwater. Still gotta swim. <laughs> <laughs> With the exception of Rad. Um, so you all are desperately now boatless. Um, as you see the debris of the raft sinking into the ocean. Um, Rad, as you kind of get dragged underneath the water, you finally are able to rebalance yourself as you kind of now are swimming up. You look back and you do see your your party, your friends, swimming towards the, the closest shore. But you are now in between Hamukepa and your teammates. You kind of turn around and you just kind of see Hamukepa just looking at you. In the same way like you see him in your dreams when he comes to talk to you, all of that, you're just standing in his presence. And he's just eyeing you. I will pick myself up off the ocean floor that I've been slammed into and look up at him, look up at my friends. Am I able to tell if Snuval is making her way with the child? Yeah, Snuval is... is kind of leading it. Trig is the one who's gotten the most ahead. Um, but you can tell that Snival, though, with Baron in hand, is uh, slowly trailing behind him. Oh, oh Eli, uh, Sergio, if before you do your thing, uh, can I actually do a uh, step of wind? I'll do a key to double it up a little bit so I can at least pull ahead faster? Sure. Okay, thank you. I think that Rad is going to try to waste as much time as possible. He's going to take like a knee, like a like a subordinate position and just say, what is your bidding? He looks down at you, taking that knee. His mouth opens and you just hear just like the hot, like steamy breath from his, from his mouth. And he asks, where is the child? She is on her way home. As I told you, she will be. I've asked you to bring her to me. And you refuse? And I'm telling you, I'm not gonna do it. You see around his mouth, like bubbling, forming around the sides of his jaw. Um, like, it's like as like, the water around it is starting to grow very hot and it's like forcing steam to come out. And you can start to kind of feel like the heat. And he asks one more time. Are you refusing to bring me the soul render? What would you use it for? The soul render is pure energy, pure power. It is the greatest treasure. Are you refusing to bring me the soul render? As your herald? Yes. Roll me a constitution saving throw. 
Okay. Con save is 12. I, I like like Rad knows what's coming, and he's he's just gonna like take like a a defensive position, knowing that it's useless, but fight until the end nonetheless. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold a spell. I'm gonna hold resilient sphere. Uh, that if he attacks me, I'll I'll cast it on myself. Rad, you you stand in front of Hamakapa, and you just see his gaping jaw as it just slowly grows wider and wider, as you just see steam just pouring out and surfacing and bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. You just kind of hear this guttural roar as this the scolding steam just kind of just spits out of his mouth straight at you. You are going to take. 52 points of damage, of fire damage. Oh. All right, so I take 52, you said? Yeah, 52 points of damage. Okay. Got it. Are you still up? I, I am still up. Crash. But I probably look like a, a fucking <laughs> tra- <laughs> a turtle hot dog or something. Yeah, yeah. turtle wait, soup. Wait, like an He's obese cooked turtle in the shell. turned upside down. Eli, can we still see this, or... Like, was there a capability that Anchor could have stayed back to ensure yeah, that Rad... Anchor, you are the probably the last one, Anchor and Shodi. You would be the last people swimming and stuff. So I would say that on some level you see it. You you see you would have seen Rad on the ground. You would have seen him standing between the Dragon Turtle and you guys. And then you would have seen this, like, breath of steam. Do you think it would be an impossible distance for me to, to swim back and try and grab Rad by the shell and get away? <laughs> I mean, you could try it absolutely if you want to, but you would have—you don't have a swim speed, so it would take you some time to get back to him. Gotcha. All that you see happen is that the bubbles clear, and Rad is badly, badly damaged, and he looks completely fried. He like stands up very shakily. He says, "I'm still standing," and then he will cast Resilient Sphere. Okay. Now I can do this for a whole nother minute. So go ahead. <laughs> Get it all out now, because yeah. you're not getting that girl. Yeah, he proceeds to just take his jaw and like bite down on top of you, and you can feel the pressure of the bite snapping down, but the resilient sphere is just kept continuing to just block it, block it, block it, as as you just keep holding on. Everybody else, you guys are looking, <laughs> swimming. I would say you guys are, are starting to reach shallower waters. You, you can start to feel the incline of, of the sand as you guys are nearing shore. About a, maybe, I would say, another maybe five more minutes to, to finally fully get back up shore. Rad, is there anything else you want to do after Resilient Sphere goes away? I don't really have... I mean, he's just going to chase after me and bite me. There's really nothing I can do. I've burned my two spells and all my other kind of free things are not really pertinent. When when the Resilient Sphere drops, I I will... I will continue to defiantly not listen to him. Okay. I, seeing that, make like a minor illusion of a huge bag of jewels like floating off in his periphery. So maybe Rad has time to like get back a little bit. That'll work. I don't know. I'm honestly just hoping my mild magical kick off and help be actually useful. Um, I could say you could try. I mean,. Are you sacrificing your ability to get to shore to do that? Yeah, I'll take I'll take one of my turns to like instead of making a whole movement or anything, I'll I'll take a turn to Okay. Yeah, sure. Then then you can do that and then roll the the D20. I'm going to stay with what, Is there a DC for, for that? 
It's a it's an investigation DC fifteen. <laughs> it's just a big old sexy bag of jewels. Like they're all glittering and shiny. I mean one of them floats down a little slower. <laughs> they're pretty thick I'm, jewels. They're they're I mean, thick and like I mean colors. <laughs> I mean he failed it. <laughs> so so he sees he sees the jewels. <laughs> so he is distracted. He's distracted a little around. bit. So we win. I mean it's a little God bag of it. jewels compared to what he <laughs> really wants. It's enough to well, shift that was his a gaze. Dumb thing of me to fucking say to do. God damn it! No, <laughs> no I literally just said, "Hey, there's a little tiny baron swimming off on the other." That was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Not cool. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. I also rolled a fourteen, so I'm again useless for chaos. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, you see his attention shift away for a second as he sees this little glitter. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot Eldritch, two Eldritch blasts at one of his eyes. The lowest is a 16. Okay. The highest is a 20. The 20 will hit. Okay. It's a total of 10 damage to the eye that is exposed at me. Finish what you started! His attention turns to that that small little glittering bag of jewels as he uh, can't resist the, the shiny things. And you take that opportunity to just pack one solid bolt into his eye as he kind of like closes it and you just hear that same just like giant roar that just emanates and pulses through the water as he goes back to you Rad and he is going to he's gonna bite you maybe that's what it's gonna do a little magic it's a it's a 23 that'll hit Shody Anchor are you guys moving on I feel like we're like I I feel like Shodi instinctively kind of starts backing up because it's a giant fucking dragon turtle, but they feel really guilty and don't want to leave Rad. I I think I look to Shodi and I give them a look that looks like uh, there's nothing here that's left to save, and then I try to get us both swimming back to shore. Uh, Shodi anchor you guys though wanting to stay, wanting to help your friend who has tried to at least stop this giant massive creature from uh, taking you and the rest of the group. But Anchor, you know, like being in the military, working with the order that sometimes, you know, sacrifices have to be made for the greater whole of the group. It means completing the mission, if it means the reclaiming the balance that has been done in the world. And you tell Shodi that it's time to move back and uh, head to shore as you guys reluctantly move um, move on. Rad, you kind of like steady yourself as you just defiantly continue to look at your patron, uh, a creature that has caused like a lot of suffering in your life and caused a lot of suffering in like your family life. And as it does feel a little scary, there's just that moment of just like brief satisfaction that at the end of it, Yuli stood up to, to him as you just see his gaping wide jaws <laughs> snap around you. And Anchor, Shodi, you kind of look back and you just see Hamukapa and you don't see Rad, but you guys continue to just swim, swim, swim your hardest. Um, everybody else has made it to shore by now. And 
uh, anchor, Shodi, you eventually breach through the surface of the waves, kind of push you back onto shore, and the five of you and Baran are now just sitting on the shore. All right, welcome to nature, everybody. First step, create shelter. Second step, find food. Third step, optional, get drunk. Not necessarily in any particular order. That's dead. Right. That's one problem down, at least. He, he's dead. Yes. Him. We watched him go. I, I'm gonna go to the... I'm gonna... Uh, so I was gonna walk, like, uh, a little bit shin into the water and kind of just stare, see if I truly believe what they say. When you first when you first met Rad and you first looked into him, you the one thing you notably noticed is that you could not see his scales. You could only see a watchful gaze staring at you. But as you kind of look out into the ocean, you don't feel Rad at all. You don't feel a death presence, you don't feel a life presence, you don't feel anything. For the first time in a while, you don't know. Naval's not gonna say anything, but you're gonna you're gonna see like her fist clench very tightly and smoke coming out of like she's gonna breathe very intensely, just trying to catch her breath. Uh, we uh, first things first is we need to find uh, a shelter. Would you agree with that, Navigator? Sure. Yes. Shelter. Right. That was an original thought by Snowball. On a porch town, we can check and see if they have an inn. Although I don't know if we want to. There's plenty of places here, as long as the the navy's out of reach. You guys didn't make it to port. You, you guys were looking oh. for a rural area. It's an inhabited island, yeah, but you're on the opposite side of the island. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? Oh. Yeah. Do we have any idea what kind of mileage we're looking at between us and the town? I don't know. I, I can't see how that should be what we're thinking about right now. Well, we gotta get somewhere. I think I take the tapestry from my sash, uh, pull it through the, the loop, and then set it out there right on the beach. And I take the small little oil canisters I keep on my belt, and I start inscribing, uh, immediately painting into uh, a clear space on the tapestry. I, I don't want anything to do with whatever it is that we're collecting the supplies. Not yet. Not until I finish mm. this. All right. I guess we're camping today, yeah, what, then. What time is that about? You can look up at the sky, and the, it, it's starting to stretch into dusk. Uh, by the time you got out of the channel, it was about maybe, like, 3 o'clock. So dealing with that, it's probably pushing 5, 6 o'clock. All right, I'm going to go start building us a fort. Do you guys want bunk beds or regular beds? <sighs> Dealer's choice. Sweet. Bunk beds it is. I feel like Rad would have wanted bunk beds. For what it's worth, I'll go with the bunk beds then. I'll go find some wood and start building us a shelter. Is everyone else okay? I don't think anyone else is hurt. Okay, great. Oh, um, I'm still a little, uh, wounded from, uh, the ship attack earlier. Oh, oh from oh. the thunderclap. Then, um, Kenny's gonna cast... Cure wounds at a second level. So that's gonna be. That's oh, oh. eight points of healing. Yep. That's just eight points for you. Okay. I'm gonna take Baron by the hand wherever she is, so we know where she is, and I'm gonna just try and find one whole complete seashell to put in my in my little pouch. 
Actually, Snooval's just going to keep staring out into the horizon. She's really not going to interact. Just kind of focus on that. Trig spends so much time building bunk beds that he forgets that he needs to give us a roof. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Hey, at least half of us will have roofs. Yeah. Well, there we go. I say you, you guys do that for the most part of the evening, prepping camp, building your bunk beds, trying to collect and gather yourselves um, as night starts to settle in. You guys set a small fire. You guys settle in for the evening. Rad. The last thing you remember is the jaws of Hamukepa around you and nothing else. You remember just darkness. You don't feel quite dead, but you don't feel quite alive either. Straddling between some type of void. Eventually, you feel like this this pressure, this like the sensation of going like down into like the depths, that kind of slow squeeze um, as you kind of get pulled down into this darkness. Eventually, you stop and you kind of feel like your feet can make purchase on something solid, but it's just total blackness. Like you look around and you don't see anything. But eventually, in the distance, something finally catches your eye. Two red eyes are staring at you. What feels like being stretched down like a long hallway um, staring at you. The harder you kind of stare at those two eyes, eventually you see another set of eyes uh, right above it and then another set of eyes below it. And as you kind of adjust and keep staring and looking at this, eventually you see this long, stretched, gangly looking smile that reaches around this, uh, what looks to be the like, snout of a, of a dog or, or a wolf. And you see it smiling at you. Red assumes that he's in hell or something and is just going to let whatever is going to play out, play out. I think he's, he feels completely lost and completely as if he has lost everything. I don't think there's much he has to fight for at the moment. Eventually you hear it speak to you, and it asks you, how many lives do you think have been lost by your hand, Harold? I try to kill as little as I can, but a lot probably. With all the ships I've helped sink, the Habukepa that I've led to Habukepa, Probably more than I really ever wanted to think about. How many more lives do you think Kamukepa will take? I assume countless. I've never known him to get tired of wanting more. Generational curses are such a burden, are they not? You're telling me, dude. What if you could end it in one generation? Your generation. Would you? What would it cost me? What you've already given. Are you asking for my loyalty, or... I don't understand. What do you care about what Hamukepa's up to? Uh, Hamukepa has something I need. Something I want. Is it Baran? Because I already told him no. I'm not interested in the soul render. Soul render is a, a means to a beginning, not an end. Do you want to end things here in the world? In the world? No. Absolutely not. I would like to return to the world. That's what I want. And something Hamukepa has can help you do that? It nods at you. Its smile starts to stretch wider. Almost hungrily. Do you have the power to help me kill Hamukepa? I can definitely lead you down the right path. 
if you're offering me a second chance, I want to see the girl safe to the island first, but I'll take it, if that's all right with you. I mean, there are no second chances here. You either agree to my offer, or you move on. I mean a second chance in life. Uh, Am I not, like, in purgatory or something? No, you're not in purgatory. Not yet. If you're offering me the power to do what I want, I'll take it. Just like that. No questions asked. (laughs) I didn't ask very many questions when I was made the herald of Hamukepa. It was kind of just thrown on me. And to be frank with you, I kind of feel like my life is forfeit anyway. What's the point of living if everyone you save hates you anyway? I want to make sure the girl is safe. Is there something you want to tell me, though? I mean, I won't hate you if you help me out. Consider this a friendship, a mutuality. Well, if we're friends, what's your name? Uh, I've had many names, but the one that seems to stick around these parts is Lemos. L-E-M-O-S? L-I-M-O-S. Does that ring any bells in his uh, mind when it comes to religion or history or anything like that? You rack your your, your brain list, knowing of somewhat of the pantheon of Ashoka and, and the lore. The name doesn't sound familiar at all. Reveal to me what you really look like. You see me as you are. I want to see you as you are. The, the eyes and the, like, the, the, the jaw seems to be kind of at your level, like feet-wise, um, though it, it is a, quite a large head, almost resembling like the size of like Hamukepa in a way. But eventually like you see its form kind of stretch and like grow taller. And as you do, you just hear like the sounds of just large like iron chains just being dragged upwards as this form kind of like steps up. And eventually like its head kind of dips down lower to you. And what you see is just the face of this kind of like malnourished looking like wolf as it's gaunt, it's gangly, it's kind of almost maged in some way. And there's six red eyes just kind of stacked up on each side of its face and then just this large giant kind of smile as it like drools kind of hungrily and it just looks at you and like it's breathing like in and out and you kind of see the shifting of its bones from what you can see on the back of its neck. You know now that I see a little bit better I mean I don't know if I've ever like vibed with wolves and stuff I'm more of like a sea kind of person that's a problem. That's a deal breaker. I, I'm just kind of curious now as to what you're gonna offer me that could uh, that could help me fight Hamukepa. I mean, it looks like somebody changed down here a long time ago, huh? Kind of like just stares at you sharply. Oh, I, I, I get it. You want me to bring you back some food. You look pretty hungry, right? <laughs> you're a funny one. I'm feeling better to be honest now that I'm talking to you. I mean, do you have the power to raise yourself back from the dead to the mortal plane? Definitely do not have that power. How are you expecting to save Baron, bring her back to where she needs to go, if you can't do that? Well, I'm looking around this place, and I see me, and I see you. I'm a smart- I'm smarter than you think. That's why I kind of figured out earlier, if I'm gonna get back to what I was doing, I'm going to need to uh, talk to the person that brought me here. You brought yourself here. Really? No. Yeah. When you died, you came to my doorstep. Oh. I am dead. Okay. I didn't think I did was you, dead, but all right. Did you think you were special? Did you think I hand-selected you? I picked you out of the foils above and brought you here? No. 
You died very tragically, very painfully, and that brought you straight to my doorstep. And all I can offer you is a way out. Or you can stay here. The choice is yours. You know, I was talking to this, um, to this merchant, and I was trying to sell him some seashells that I found, and he agreed, like, when I said maybe for, like, a, a copper for all of them. And I kept explaining to him, like, how special they were, and then he stopped me and he said, you know what? You gotta just... When someone says they'll buy it, you just gotta stop talking. I said I'll buy it, dude, so stop talking and get me back. <laughs> Fair enough. Look, Libos, let uh, Look, Libos, let's, let's make an agreement, dude. The last patron, I was all, like, kowtowing and, oh, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. Let's cut all that shit out, you know what I mean, dude? <laughs> Let's be serious. You want something, I want something. Come on, let's keep it business, right? <laughs> That's what you want. How about this? Finish your mission with Baran. Send the child home. Then we'll talk. Really what I want. I'll show you exactly how you can get rid of Hamukepa and how that benefits me in the long run. I appreciate that you've agreed to my terms, dude. And I, I, I mean, I, I give him a bow. Do so, you know, be polite. You just see, like, the smile on this creature's face just continue to just, like, stretch wider and wider against this, like, gaunt skin. And eventually it just kind of starts to slink itself back into the darkness and you just hear this, like, light little cackling and laughter. Its face just disappears, and then thus the six eyes eventually just slowly close and disappear, and you're just in the darkness. And then you just feel this weight, like your trap door has been like released underneath you, and you just free fall into nothingness. It's like that scene in Bill and Ted uh, where they're falling <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, everybody else, what are you doing? <laughs> Still making bunk beds. I think I might have bit off more than I could chew. Does anyone have anything that's uh, not a joke I, that needs to be done right now? Uh, I'm just gonna be like, Smival, uh, if there's a fire, if not, it, that I'm assuming there is, Smival's just gonna like sit on the sandy beach in front of the fire and just kind of meditate. Ooh, um, once I'm done making bunk beds, can I go out and see if I can catch a turtle? Oh my god, please don't do this You're to us. You're the very worst. <laughs> We can't. <laughs> I will roll, roll me a survival check. Yeah, because as people going to kill you. Natural 20. Oh, sweet. Oh, no. fucking, oh, are you fucking kidding me? God, stupid. Trick is like living PTSD. Like, stupid game. You shitty motherfucker. You go to catch a turtle and you walk down the beach for a while, just looking, tiptoeing <laughs> down the beach, looking for a turtle. You do find a turtle. Yeah. How big is he? How big He's is he? He's the size of a, of a person. <laughs> oh, what? Go. Oh, go. It's, it's rad. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. God damn it. I hear that, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm gonna scoop Ron off and run after wherever he screamed from. I too am gonna quickly jump and run into the water, I guess. There is no justice in the universe! It's, you, if you just didn't catch a turtle, that's not... It's that's fine, we have other things. Wait, hold on. I don't know... If, well, how, well, I don't know. I don't know how far you guys are away. So assuming that you're nowhere in my immediate vicinity. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll take a moment. No. You, it, you had to go down. You had to go down the. You had to go down the beach. <laughs> it was gonna be fucking uh, mice and men. Like Aaron was gonna put the crossbow around. <laughs> well, first things first. I'll check for a pulse. Yeah. You feel a pulse? He's alive. I'm gonna tie oh. Rad up. Because I can't be sure he's not a ghost. You can tie him? He's not a exactly. ghost. <laughs> Tying up ghosts is the first line of defense. <laughs> he knows all about ghosts. That's true. I tie him up as, as sturdy as I can. And, um, I'll try to <laughs> hide the body. Starts pouring sand I mean, over. I have Dash as a grog, so can I just double dash yes. my ass over there. That's exactly, that's exactly what I do, is I start making like a, I start like doing one of those sand castles that kids do over other kids. Okay. okay. Yeah, Shody, Shody, did Shody and Snowball Between the both I've got, I've got the kid Between and I'm the just both running. Of you. Between the both of you, you eventually come and you, <laughs> you come towards the noise and you see Trig trying to put like sand or like trying to cover up something what? you don't see what he is i'm gonna cast nothing to say here I'm i was cast... just i was just going to the restroom <laughs> no cast way. Dancing lights. and a little okay. like what are you doing little globes of light kind of kind of float in the air i think there are like four of them or something yeah there are four of them they're just kind of floating in a circle around wherever the fuck trig is so if i was gonna have shows be like what are you doing um Sandcastle? Next time lie better. And then I'm gonna just like go to the his thing and like brush away the sand. Yeah. Is Rad face down? Is he looking up? What's he doing? Yeah, Rad's face down, shell up. <laughs> but you can tell that <laughs> you can tell it's Rad. Look, we don't know it's the same turtle. It could be any it could be any turtle. There's hundreds of them though. out there. We watched him get eaten. Why is he Exactly. See, it can't be the it can't be the same guy. We'll flip him over. Oh, right. Snoop on your head and like look and turn him over. I'd like to be. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, can he come over? Come is it a family over. affair yet? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it just uh, still, okay, the two of us still? He's unconscious. <laughs> You're just sitting at the fire. He's unconscious currently. Oh, I checked. No, don't worry about it. I checked for a pulse. There, There yeah, isn't I'm one to be found. I'm going to push away and like, yeah, like. Start a feel for a pulse. I'm, I just want to like That's look cool. him over. Is his eye still spooky? I'm, I'm no. checking for spooky eye. <laughs> Roll for spooky. No, there is no spooky eye. There's no eye there at all. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, See, is it like it's worse in some way? It's Open socket or closed? It's yeah. empty. Yeah, it's just an empty. Open. Side. You can let. Ooh. So open. <laughs> there's like some, there's like seawater in it. <laughs> yeah, there's sand and bits right it. in it right now. <laughs> All right, Kenny's gonna. There's like a crab crawls out oh, of it. No. There's a fucking goldfish flapping around. <laughs> Kenny's gonna stick her finger in the socket and smell the water. No. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
I mean, yeah, man. Thanks for over. If I'm conscious in any way, I assume that would wake me up. It should. I mean, yeah, you're you're a conscious, so yeah, you would feel. You would feel. You would feel some pressure where your eye should be. I'm just gonna like. Out of reaction, I'm just gonna snap and grab her hand and open my good eye and just say, Sup? <laughs> Instant punch in the face. Instant. <laughs> roll. Roll. Yeah. I'm not that. <laughs> okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Anything can happen. See, I rolled a five. That's a ten to hit. <laughs> I I assume I like roll out of the way or dodge it. I mean, you oh, <laughs> you try to punch prone. him. He's prone. He's prone. His advantage. Yeah, he's, on his, he's on his back, y'all. Turtles can't get up from their backs. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's just stuck. We can just leave him forward. here. I'm gonna like, cause he's on his back, kind of roll him a bit, but like grab him by the shell, and I'm gonna like really examine him. I gotta see if there's like dark magic necromancy or just something. I'm gonna really look at, like, and examine him. Uh, roll an investigation check. As she does that, I'm, like, brushing myself off and kind of putting myself back together. Yeah, I mean, you feel you feel great. <laughs> you feel fine. <laughs> but you my, de- my death perception is still off, huh? <laughs> Your death perception yeah. is off, yeah. You, you definitely don't have anything there. Like, it's, like, a new sensation. Like, I don't think you've quite felt it like that. Um, but yeah, no, you feel you feel fine. <laughs> Like, nothing happened. You don't look burnt. You don't look, you know, you don't look like you were eaten or torn apart. Not a single scratch. So much for the ironic justice I'm gonna reach over and, like, big sister clamp my half-giant hand around Trigg's face and just, like, try and keep him... I've got Varan on one hip and, like, the other hand just keeping my Trigg's mouth shut if I can. I ain't buying them. Eli, question: uh, Do I do I notice anything different with him? No, I see. What did you What did you roll for the investigation? Check? Okay, uh, sixteen then. Um, yes. I mean, you do notice that like he's he doesn't have a scratch on him. Uh, like no wear and tear at all. Uh, no injuries, nothing. Like he's missing his eye, obviously. But one of the notable things you do notice is like square like in like where Rad's like chest would be, you see this red circle. That seems like somebody like painted it across his like chest. Sensing into him like with how you perceive things, you still don't feel his uh, his scales. You don't see him. Um, but definitely the energy is kind of shifted. You feel an air of death around him. But not in the same way that, like, not familiar to you. It's not your, like, who you reach out to. How did you do, uh, what did you do? How'd you do this? How'd you come back? I don't really know if I did it, but let's just say I've got a new sponsor. I'm casting Zone of Truth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a charisma saving throw. Uh, 14. I will willingly fail it. Okay. Technically for everybody in the vicinity. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, it's 15 feet, gang, so... Edgar, are you you with the group, or are you still back at the fire? I'm back at the fire working on my little tapestry. (laughs) You know, painting, you know, my little story of the day there and having a good time. I'm so used to Trig screaming, I thought, you know... (laughs) 
<laughs> What's the uh, roll me a perception check. 21. Don't hurt me, please. Um, I won't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the biggest lie you've ever told yeah, me. You say that. You're 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 working on your tapestry. Um, you've you've been left alone for quite a while. You do notice that like it's been a little bit long, like too long. Mm-hmm. Like you're wondering what's taking them all. Like Trick couldn't possibly have like <laughs> done something that bad that would take everybody's time. Yeah. Um, but as you're like starting to like turn your direction towards where everybody went, you hear a twig snap in the woods ahead of you. Okay. Uh, I go straight for the club. The paints are down, um, and I'm just standing guard, you know, full attention, standing myself up. Um, I'm not moving or making any noise or anything. I'm just at the ready. Uh, what was the Zone of Truth gang? <laughs> I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna resist it. Let's see. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 15. That fails, right? Uh, no, no, that works. The DC is 14. I already okay. rolled and I okay. failed. I rolled an 18. Start writing right? down some trig questions real quick. 18. <laughs> Wait. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got a four on that. Cool. Oh. All right. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna find out some shit today. It was charisma, right? You. Yes. Okay, oh, charisma. Huh? Oh nope, still four. <laughs> cool. cool. You uh, you cast zone of truth as everybody kind of gets washed over with this divine energy. Uh, Rad, you shake it off. You're fine. Uh, same for you, Shodi. Uh, but Trig and uh, Snavald, you. Feel, you get this nice, chill, relaxed sensation. You kind of calm down. You let your your guard down. Um, feel like you could sh- share whatever's on your heart, whatever's ever on your soul, your mind, whatever you want. Uh, I, I just kind of open my hands open to Kenny and say, I'm an open book, dude. Ask away. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> Ooh, interesting point of order, though. Does the caster yeah. know whether someone succeeded mm-hmm. or failed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I probably think, do. I think I do. You know whether each creature yeah. succeeds or fails on its saving throw. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's no. awesome. Okay, so I'm going to walk up to him, and Rad is tall. Kenny is not, so she's probably at level with the red circle, but is, like, looking mm-hmm. up and, like, poking his chest. Are you actually Rad? Well, I mean, unless I'm supposed to have a different name, but now that I have a different patron, but... Uh, I think it's best if you just call me Rad, yeah. It, it's me, Kenny. Uh, it's me. What do you need to show you that it's me? I don't know yet. <laughs> Remember that awesome conversation we had, like, just the other night? Where we really got to know each other and became, like, best friends? Only the real Rad would know that. You did lie super good just then. So I'll give you that. I will. Okay. Okay. Look, I I can't quite explain it myself, but I basically died and woke up in front of this creepy, chained-up wolf who promised me the ability to get vengeance on Hamukepa and to ensure that Baran gets safely to the island. His interests aren't going to get in the way of our interests. So I said, bring me back. I said, sign me up. 
So I got the, you know, I got his logo on my chest, you know. <laughs> like I said, a sponsor. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was incredibly stupid. And I believe you now. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's not something. That, that, that's, that's a very original action. Um, all right. Well, I don't know what that means for... Um, us sounds more than what it is, huh? But I'm gonna think about it, and and when I'm done, we'll we'll have words. We'll have a, a meeting to discuss our relationship. And Kenny walks back. I kind of still address the whole group, um, but I say I can't guarantee that Hamukepa still won't be on our butts. I can't sense him anymore. But like I said. This thing that brought me back, their name was Limos. If they can bring me back, then they might have the power to protect us. Either way, we should get on our way as soon as possible. If you'll have me back. I, for one, am glad you're not dead. He, he like, genuinely perks up at that. I, I promise if, if this dude asks anything weird of me, I'll, I'll let you know, okay? Zone or truth or not. Is this the kind of promise you made last time? I didn't break my promise when you... when you... asked me to tell you the truth when something was gonna happen. You broke it too late, though. I promise I won't break it too late. Look, I, I just want to see that the girl's safe. I don't care if you like me. Sorry, I just, I just, did you really die and you chose to come back? Is that what you're telling me? Dude, I'm just making this up as I go. I have no idea what's going on in my life right now, to be honest with you. It's, it's like total wipeout, to be honest. I'm just kind of riding the wave and I'm, I'm not lying. I don't. Can't you sense if I'm lying, Snowball? It's not, I know you're not lying, to be honest, but you, you. I'm quite mad at you. I'm sorry. I, I'm actually quite mad at you. It's... you. If you broke the natural order where you die, you must be judged. And you come back... Uh, it's... I, 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 I haven't been angry with a lot of people, but I'm actually very angry with you. And I'm just going to get up and walk away. People have been angry at me my whole life, guys. But I don't care anymore. I got something to do, and if you want my help, you can have it. Otherwise, I'll just follow you around like a creep till I make sure she's safe. I'll probably drop my hand from around Trig and use that hand to pat him on the shoulder. I think it's better to have you around than not. Well, I'm for one, I'm glad that we don't have to find a new patsy. <laughs> I think that's Trig's way of saying he's got your back. Cool. Red doesn't say anything yet. Yeah, he basically just uh, lets them lead the way back to camp. Anchor, there's a few moments before everybody gets back. You mm-hmm. have your club in hand. You feel like something's out there. Um, are you just, you're going to stay where you are, though? Yeah, I, I am going to say something into the forest off of a hunch that comes from a lot of trauma, like most things do, right? <laughs> um, he's going to look into the forest and he says, if you've come for me, you can step out. Nothing comes out. 
Whew. Okay. But. All right. oh. <laughs> There's no butt there. But what? <laughs> but. There's like a long pause, and you, you feel like nothing was there. If somebody was to answer it, they would. But when you look, continue to like scan the tree line and stuff like that, eventually you see a little bright little light, a little bulb. You see like two or three of them kind of dangling and floating. How far into the wilds are they? Are, are they on the rim of the trees by camp, or are they pretty far into the tree line? Um, it's, I would say it's maybe like 10 or 15 feet into the tree line. So yeah, you would have to physically walk into it to get close to it. You have to walk into the forest. Okay. Trees. Um, I think I'm just going to go as far as the actual start of the tree line, not, not entering in the 15 feet that it takes, but you know maybe the 5 or 10 it takes before I'm really looking in and seeing if I can mm-hmm. better see whatever that, that dancing light is. You cautiously approach. It looks like three, just like, it's very, very dark where where those lights are, but you just see like these tiny, they look like little fireflies. They kind of just seem to be dancing and casually just moving about in the tree line. Feels enticing. Uh, I think I'm going to wait for Feels the safe. others before I investigate. Okay. Sure. Kind of take a couple steps back, and by the time you get back to the fire and stuff like that, eventually, I believe Kenny was the first one, uh, shows back up, followed by Snaval, and eventually Shodi, Trig, and then Rad coming up the rear. Turtle's back. What? Sit bonfire! <laughs> I'm going to go right up and start warming myself up. I think I... I drop the war club in the sand immediately. My hands are outstretched, and I walk straight up to the turtle, and I, I pick him up like huge bear hug uh, as he's back. Uh, you were dead. I, I put you, you're, you're back. Oh, you're back. How did you do this? It's good to see you too, dude. I don't really know, to be honest with you. I'm still kind of figuring it out, but let's just say, I've got some new sponsorship. Well, we're gonna figure this out together. We're, we're all back together again. This is good. This is good news. Why did you have your weapon drawn? Did we miss something? Oh, um, there were something in the tree line, uh, glowing orbs, something like fireflies. I thought it may have been, um, well, the boat uh, from earlier, but uh, it must be some creature from the island. I, I thought to investigate, thought to smack it with a big club. That's as far as I got. Which direction was it? Just over there. I start sprinting in the direction oh, he Trig. Oh, I'm gonna wait. shoot some uh, dancing lights after him. I'll okay. cast it again and just shoot dancing lights after him so we can at least fucking see. Just picking the club back up. I'm running in after him. <laughs> so you're following with this. Now I'll follow it at this. Show you roll your 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 d20. There it is. Is it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh, Dancing lights! It's, dancing lights it's are always the time! God damn it! We keep being surprised <laughs> yeah. that yeah. all day, all the time that I was hoping, and then the most innocuous bullshit! They're the most first. Roll me that D100. I don't want you. What you roll, though? Be good. Three. What we got? Three. You, you cast Dancing Light ahead of, of Trig. And and the rest of the group like boom 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 boom. But as you like cast the last one, it kind of just 
uh, breaks off and shatters and bursts like right in front of your face, you start hearing this like loud ringing in your ears, and eventually you don't hear anything. You are deaf. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my god! Oh my god! You don't hear a damn thing. Sound of the ocean, the sound of everything. Even Baron is kind of like tugging at you, saying something, but like Ooh. her mouth is moving, Ooh. and you don't hear anything. Do they have that like weird tinnitus? It's, dis- it's disorienting. <laughs> it's not even. It, it it starts with tinnitus, but eventually just zaps into complete nothing. Uh, I think they like look around and kind of like wobble for a minute, and then they. Am I the last one on the beach? Yeah, you you would have to have stopped. I, or Snowball, did you run after everybody? Because they were raging out. That's when I was like halted to like take the kid away. That was just me raging. Oh, out. I really that thought was... you raged out. My bad. <laughs> no, that was just me being sad. <laughs> right, this is fine. This is fine. I can't even hear myself say this. Fuck. Um. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Bron. That's not a nice word. Don't use that word. I mean, it's a, it's just a word. It doesn't matter. Um. I'm gonna swing my backpack around in front. Plot Baron in it, pat her head. Oh man, and I can't even hear the direction they went, can I? Oh. No. You see your lights, yeah, I'll you know. Probably so you, you follow that... my lights and try and when I get to the last one, like fan them out in in front of me like a like a cone and see if I can like catch a glimpse of anyone to fucking follow. Rad wouldn't be walking very fast. He'd probably just be Meanwhile, following the Meanwhile, we're probably like the loudest fucking group in the world, too. Like, it's sounding he can't hear anything and it's like, let's go, guys! Here we go! Yeah, Trick, how far are you going in, are you going into this this wood? Oh, well, it depends. What do I see in front of me? Um, I mean, you you see, it's pretty. It's starting to get really dark, so you're seeing just like silhouettes of like the tree line, and you do see just that same little like little just three little tiny lights just kind of in the distance about I'd say the same distance as Anchor was when he first approached the tree line and and to be clear these aren't the dancing lights that just got cast these are something else no, I think they're a little bit smaller okay kind of resembles fireflies they kind of seem to be moving in like a rhythmic pattern when I see that I'll put my my fist up in like the stop sign and I'm gonna crouch to the ground and I'm gonna turn back to Anchor and say they're less likely to notice you if you crouch down like this. And I'll start creeping my way forward as quietly as I can. Uh-huh. Okay, roll stealth check. <laughs> I don't like the way you said uh-huh. that. <laughs> Natural hey, one. It's oh. a pandemic. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Anybody else joining Trig? I just walk Trig. alongside Trig with no attempt yeah. to stealth. I'm gonna just arrive. <laughs> yes. I've got the club out, but that's what I'm doing. I mean, I imagine Trig is like crouch walking below me and walking with him. I want to support. Yeah, I just want to be a little bit behind if something pops off. <laughs> I'm right next to Kenny. Just like. Yeah, I think we're all kind of just heading. I think we're heading towards the lights. So what we're saying is, is we're blindly walking in here again. I mean, you're crawling. <laughs> you're, you're crouched. I, everybody else is walking to their deaths. I'm crawling my way to it. So just to be clear, Trig is the only yes. one stealthing this. I'm going out like I came in. It might be our only chance yeah, of getting off this island. Okay. Like earlier around us. 
Trig, you uh, you get down on all fours. You you kind of lead this group, <laughs> crouching, <laughs> trying to uh, tr- uh, trying to like sort out where and what that light is as you kind of slowly, slowly <laughs> approach. Uh, as I'm crawling on the ground, I'll I'll look and I'll see if I can see any tracks. Roll me a survival check. Can I have advantage because my favorite terrain is coast? Yes. Yes, because you're technically still on the coast. You haven't gone too far in. Okay, good. I needed it. That's gonna be a a uh, that's a, a 16. Yeah, as you're crouching and, and trying to also like see if anybody like been present, if there's an animal stalking, eventually you do notice footsteps. You do see a, a, a track pattern. Um, it looks humanoid. It's hard to tell what the track looks like. It looks human-like. It also looks like an animal's foot, or maybe a slight mixture of it. It's fairly fresh. I'll whisper to everybody else, whatever it is, it's some kind of a person. And to be clear, we just see floating In lights. the distance ahead, all you see is these little tiny dancing floating lights. I just don't get any sense that there's any kind of threat here, and, and I think Rat will call out, like, Hail and well met, travelers! For the love of... Crawled <laughs> <laughs> all this way for nothing! I arm down to help Trick stand back up at that point. It was, it was a good attempt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna, like, pull on Anchor's arm and just kind of whisper into his ears, um, I'm feeling something nearby. Just, just kind of letting him know as I back... Okay. Yeah, me too. We that should all be on guard then. Um, let's proceed but with caution. Trick, when you when you stood up, your foot <laughs> reaches taps on the ground. And you feel this like snap, very loud snap. But to be clear, it is not my ankle. It's not your okay. ankle. All right. Okay. Your ankle's okay. not snapping, but you all of a sudden feel a whiz and a pull on your leg. <laughs> oh, hell. No! As you get, as you no! get shot straight up into the air. <laughs> Very oh, loudly. So I helped him up. Is there and any way I can like, try and fight the, the lip? You can roll what? me a, a sh- uh, athletics check oh. to see if you get that leg right <laughs> out of my oh, no. oh, Yeah. Oh, my I may shoulders break your arm here, but I'm going to save you, goddammit. Nice and loose. Uh, it's not even that good. Athletics is my shit. What the hell? Uh, 15. 15? Um, I mean... Sorry. It's a lot of force that's back yeah. behind this trap. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, it does. You do manage to hold it for a little bit, but eventually, <laughs> you both are starting to get pulled up into the air <laughs> as you're now dangling uh, up in the air are? with holding on to fucking Trig's leg, uh, arms. <laughs> Can I lob two eldritch blasts at the oh no. uh, rope trying to? Oh no! No! Sure, no! Yeah, no. Flashback. <laughs> this is when you got launch slaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roll it. Roll an attack. Roll an attack. See if you hit it. I rolled a 19 plus oh, yeah. 6. Throw. And that's uh, uh, 13 total damage to that rope. Yeah, like instincts like quickly up. pop off. Just two elders' energy and you slice through that rope. They go about 10, 15 feet or so, but they both hard crash down. The rest of the rope snaps up into the pulley system that it was in. And all of a sudden you just hear like alarm system go off. Like this loud like bird screeching that just like rakes through the entire forest. And you... S- 
you can start to hear the rustling and moving of something in the forest, like converging on you, on you guys. All right, well, Tom here is just walking up towards the yep. friends with the baby like <laughs> Well, I mean, at least we got the locals' attention. It's what we wanted, right? Trick stands up and like his hat and coat are like all askew, and his hair is kind of like sticking up out of the hat. And... How loud is this, and how bad is this alarm? Uh, it, it's pretty loud for you. It's a pulsing wave that comes back and forth. So you're tr- you're trying okay. to like rebalance yourself, but like every time you get a chance to, like again, it just blares through. Oh, Trig, before we move on, you took uh, ten points of, of damage from <laughs> <laughs> being pulled. In. That sounds about right. And then uh, I forgot uh, what I was can I make my way over to Kenny because she's the calmest usually and she knows what she's doing? <laughs> and I'll bend down really close and say. I've messed up again, and I can't hear anything. I'm completely unable to hear at this moment in time. Um, you I don't know, I have no idea how quiet I'm being. I'm trying to use like the you're, muscle memory you're yelling. from like, the muscle memory yeah. of how it feels to whisper, but... And if she is whispering, she can't hear her because all the alarm bells. You're yelling. <laughs> you think you're whispering, but you're yelling. I can't hear right now! I've made a terrible mistake! Kenny, I don't know what to do, but I don't think I should have the child right now. But I've got her. She seems like she's feeling all right. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Just... What? <laughs> she's going to put her hand over her mouth. Your mouth? Am I being quite... Oh, am I being quite loud? Yes. Yes, you are. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, no, I'm so terribly sorry. Is everything okay. all right? I don't know why I keep asking no. questions. I can't know no. what No. Nothing's no. all right, and I'm going to point to Trig <laughs> in the tree. Bad. And anger probably somewhat suspended. <laughs> oh no, they're on the ground oh, okay, now. They've... Okay, good. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, then what's left of the trap? Try to mime that we've been spotted, because that's impossible that we haven't been at this point. We've been shouting <laughs> and flashing lights everywhere. That like hey, we've been seized. Probably. So we should run. Wait. And I take off at one. <laughs> Maybe they can help us. <laughs> we don't have. Yeah, we're we're still shipwrecked. So maybe we should just try to be really nice. Can you can you take Veron? I don't feel like it's a good idea for the person who can't hear to have the child. Yeah. Uh, Rad is gonna walk up to Shadi, who's holding the child, and just be like, you know, Shadi, I think maybe I should cast invisibility on Veron. <laughs> nothing. I've heard nothing. I know he talks to they me. They can't. I can't they hear, can't a damn hear thing. anything. <laughs> No, oh. no. Uh, the way that that uh, still sounds yell? is not gonna. You that's let not gonna work. You're gonna just. I can tell he's trying to do something, but I. Oh, Shouty, Shouty, he thinks Trick. you can hear him. Oh, uh, God. Wait, no. Oh, wait. <laughs> I oh, Anchor, I see you're talking to me. Sure. I. Rat, I, just, I hate oh. to tell you, I don't know what's happening. Rat, just that's do okay. It. Neither do I. Rat, just go for it. Yeah, Rad's gonna like just kind of walk up to Shouty with his hands in the air, like you know, just just relax. And he's gonna reach up to Baron, and he's just gonna pluck a single, a single <gasps> eyelash from her eye. And when he blows it, <laughs> she goes invisible. Yeah, but she's crying. I'm gonna just like. <laughs> I promise it didn't hurt. It's a magical eyelash. Are you, are you still handing Baron to me? I I think so. I think like awkwardly trying to find her little armpits. Oh, you're like. Holding her by the neck. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I'm gonna take Baron and like tuck her <laughs> under what is essentially a large cardigan that Kenny is wearing. 
um, but sort of like a piggyback, but underneath the cardigan. So now Kenny looks like she has this weird growth on her back. But it's like fine. a weird lump. As if I were made of stone. Meanwhile, I imagine. Meanwhile, I imagine Trig has reached the fire back by now. Uh, well, hold on. Not quite. They're gonna swing their backpack back on normally and just look around. I think. Trick said you were the only one, <laughs> the only one who left the group, and everybody else was trying to sort out Shodi and Baron. You you ran into the woods mm-hmm. by yourself. All you hear is the sound of you, Jess, booking it. Wait, I ran into the woods by myself. Yeah, you, yeah, you. Well, I said I ran yeah. back in the direction of the woods. Yeah, but you're, there's, 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 there was still some woods Got in between. It. Still going. There's a little bit of woods in between you guys. You guys went in a little bit further. Anyways, you run towards the fire. <laughs> All you hear is the sound of your feet and the and the foliage and sound of your breath. And the panic. <laughs> and the next thing you hear is just two bolts <laughs> whiz through the air. And uh, I, I rolled a 17. <laughs> uh, which, which hits? You feel a bit of pressure in your ankle <laughs> as an oh, no. arrow slices through. You take... Seven points of damage as you <laughs> roll into the ground. I crawl for cover. I pull out my bows and I return fire. Okay. At wherever I think the arrows came from. Pull a disadvantage because you don't know what you're shooting at. You know what? I'm the call sharpshooter on this disadvantage shot. Okay. Oh, Fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Here's the thing. I rolled a four, uh-huh. but I'm going to use a precision strike to add a D8 to it. So that puts me at a raw 23 to hit, minus sharpshooter is a 13 to hit. Yeah, you hit. <laughs> oh, yeah! Pull that damage. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to make it a trip attack. And we're both going to be on the ground, bitch. <laughs> So along with that, it's going to be a, um, a DC 14 strength saving throw to stay upright. That's going to be 19 points of piercing damage. 19 points of piercing damage. Also, I, I did sharpshooter on. It's supposed to be a minus a minus 5, not a minus 10 to hit. But regardless, it doesn't change the result. So, but yeah, I could do two more. Like, if it's if there's still danger. <laughs> about to find out if there's danger. Um, you wildly shoot out into the, the darkness as instinctually what you do um you do hear something what you hear is the sound of like a bear (laughs) up against flesh and as you like (laughs) as you go to like cock another arrow (laughs) this giant brown bear comes out of like (laughs) and it just like jumps on top of you Amazing. I hate this island. <laughs> and as you're screaming, like you feel a hand come over over your mouth. It looks like a, a person. It looks like a weasel in the darkness. You can't quite make out what it looks like, but a weasel. <laughs> but you know it's got reddish fur and it's staring at you. It's closing. It's got a hand over your mouth and it's just going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just this bear is like also breathing very heavily on you with an arrow stuck in its like shoulder blade. <laughs> 
the rest of you, uh, you guys have settled your your dispute with Shodi and and Baron, and you turn around and you realize that Trig is nowhere to be found. You heard a brief yelling and the sound of I hate this island, <laughs> and then nothing. What do you guys want to do? Give me one thing. If we leave now, what about these people? <laughs> yeah, we should go get them. We should get them. You're right. Okay. Is the alarm still going off? Yeah, as you guys are getting yourself, you realize the ball is just disoriented. I've been wandering a little bit ahead. <laughs> if you want to grab one, and then I'll grab one, and we'll help them out. Yeah, okay, and then Kenny's gonna take out, she has like a spare, like, cloth, and just like, start wrapping around Snowball's face. Not like, front of your face, your ears. Oh. I have a I have a thing of rope. I'm gonna tie that around Shoddy. <laughs> and just sort of like kid leash. Uh, oh no. Oh, is this this They're I don't deaf, think no. this is necessary. You can just tell you me where to go. You can never be too uh, I can't hear conscious. you, you're telling me things. I don't oh, I don't oh. think I like being roped in. This makes me very no, uncomfortable. It, I'm going to untie this now. I'm just going to Shuri's definitely not has no clue what Hank is trying to do and that he's trying to help. And they're gonna start okay. untying it. <laughs> I don't like this. I'll just keep looking at you. You want me is to walk right? backwards? <laughs> backwards They'll like they'll like mirror <laughs> Anchor's movements. Are we dancing now? Is there music? Is this something we're supposed to be doing? I don't yeah. think they're having a party in the middle of the woods. This seems... Kenny's just going to gr- take Shoddy <laughs> by shoulders and push them where the direction that we're going. Yes. Okay. Why do we go into the forest? I, I haven't seen anything. I've just seen the lights. Just keep pushing. Alright, I'm just... I've, as soon as you... St- if you stop pushing me, I'll just stop walking, okay? You you guys you guys slowly start trying to make your way towards the direction where you heard Triggs. Uh just just for clarification, I will not I will actually go I will continue in the direction of the light. I I don't think there's gonna be any threat. I think this is our best case right. of getting off the island, so I will keep walking in that direction. Yep. Okay, so okay. Yeah, who's going back? Alright. Excellent. Everybody everybody else is everybody else is going. That's where I'm that's where I'm heading. Kenny, I kind of feel like I should go after him now. Which? Okay. Which him? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Rad. Okay, that's fair. What do you What do you think? Unless you want to swap. I'm I'm almost certain that Trig is going to die soon, <laughs> so I I feel like I should be there. You know what? You You've sold me. Okay, let's, great. Let's go save Trig. <laughs> okay, uh, we will circle back. We'll shoot him in the air. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll check He's on died once. You can't go wrong a second time in the same day, right? I just, yeah. I don't know if the sponsor is willing to exactly endorse more people. So we'll just keep it short, and we'll yeah head off towards. <laughs> the four of you go towards the direction where you heard Trig. Actually, one of you guys roll me a survival check. I've got an eighteen. You follow the direction of where you heard Trig's voice. You, you come to a spot where you look at the ground and you see that there was just like a lot of movement. Um, and you see a little bit of blood 
dripped on like the ground and then you just see kind of like drag marks of where you think a body was dragged off with but Trig is nowhere to be found. Two people roll me perception checks. Trig is also going to be made an offer. <laughs> That's where this is going. Yeah. Some sort 12. of cannibalistic cabal. I'm... 12. It'll just be another uh, some cl- or uh, another multi-class you take. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so 12 is the only only roll for perception yeah. unless who else is rolling with me Go. okay uh, I'm not there I'm, I'm looking at the anybody else want to roll you both Kenny and Anchor you both kind of like looking at the drag marks trying to assess what happened to Trig where he might have gone off to um, you eventually see two or three humanoid creatures come out of the tree lines around you guys with arrows drawn. They look Odinowan, but they have weapons ready and they look like they're prepared to attack you. Are, are they like in the middle of attacking or is it like a, you make a false move, you're going to die? Sort of if you make a false move, I'm, I'm going to let the club die fall to the ground then and put my hands up. Seeing him do I, that, I'll call I'll look, Yeah, I'll make sure that Saudi understands as well. Yeah. We're we're being arrested, Zaddy. You said something again. I got no clue. I thank you for trying to intrigue me, though. It's really sweet, of actually. Course. Yeah. Hands up. Do they look chill? Is inside check. Yeah. Can we get a vibe check in the room, please? Yeah. <laughs> vibe check. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Vibe check. Vibe. Great. Vibe. Vibe check them. A fourteen. Fourteen. From what you could tell of them, they don't look like they're fucking around. They seem very cautious, and they don't seem very particularly happy by your presence. But they're trying to err more on the side of caution and maybe a little bit of a benefit of it. But they don't fuck around. Rad. You wait until everybody kind of trails off, but you've been still kind of eyeing those tiny little orbs. Do the orbs float in an unusual way? Do they give the sense that it's not like torchlight and it's little sprites or something? It definitely gives that impression. Um, It's kind of like dancing around like little fireflies. They kind of have like a rhythmic pattern. It feels enticing to you. You just feel a little drawn to it. Uh, Yeah, I'll move towards it and just be very open to... Seeing if, you know, my my new patron, my new sponsor is in some way trying to communicate with me or this is a sign of some kind. I'm just trying to see see what it is. You move closer to it and you throw a thought maybe towards whatever that patron is that you, you made a deal with recently. And as you just kind of keep moving forward, like you just all of a sudden just feel in your like chest the sudden like hunger, the sudden like need to, to just keep pursuing it further like it, it intensifies like you just now have to know absolutely what the fuck this is it's like now a gnawing kind of curiosity a drive a hunger towards it but as you c- just continue to push on eventually you enter this clearing and when you do you notice that there's uh, someone standing in this little small clearing and like right above its head you just see this little little like antenna like thing that kind of spreads out into those three little lights just dancing right above its head the person has a bow and arrow drawn at you as it was kind of like just trying to lure you in to <laughs> figure out who the fuck you were and then eventually somebody else comes up next to this little creature with uh the dancing lights and what you see is for a second you swear it reminds you a lot like Baron, but like much older. The same kind of light blue skin with 
gray, white, billowing, curly hair above it. A small, petite-looking woman. And she's got this long, kind of, uh, this long, thin spear kind of in her hand. And she's just looking at you with it drawn towards you, ready to attack you if you make any false move. And you said that the first person was someone that has like antennas with glowing lights at the end of them? Yeah, you can you can kind of tell that uh, it might be someone who's Odinawan. Um It looks like a, a fish of some kind. The eyes are, are quite big um, and you can notice like these rows of small like jagged teeth and like scales uh, across its skin more than than like regular skin. And this. And when you say Odinawan, do you mean like a fish people or something? Is that what you're implying? Yes, you, you would know that Odinawans have a uh, aquatic adaptation of them known as deep stalkers. Gotcha. So this is like an angler yeah. fish that has lured me closer. Gotcha. Uh, Rad is going to put his hands up very leisurely with a smile on his face and he's just going to say, we've been shipwrecked. Me and my bros are just looking for passage off the island. Could you help us? She's about to say something and we're going to leave it at that. (laughs) 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 Nice. I've nice. been abducted. <laughs> you know what? It's been like five episodes. The fact that you haven't already, that's a miracle. 